0: Welcome to the Scam Economy with your host
1: Matt Binder. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Scam Economy. I am your host Matt Binder, and on today's episode, we will be talking about Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather, Justin Bieber, Reese Witherspoon. Jimmy Fallon, Snoop Dogg, and a slew of other celebrities who have uh, one very specific thing in common. Now, if you're listening or watching Scam Economy, I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to guess exactly what that one thing is. Cryptocurrency, whether it's tokens, whether it's NFTs. Whatever Web3 project is willing to pay the big bucks to celebrities willing to accept it to hawk all this crap to their fans. We will get into some very specific celebrities and their specific projects, the agencies looking to crack down or just looking the other way when these undisclosed sponsorships come up, and what this all means for you. As always, to support this show, you can go to patreon.com/slash mapbinder to become a monthly paying subscriber you can go to youtube.com slash Matt Binder and subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can catch the video version of the weekly Scam Economy episode. And if you're looking for the audio-only version of the podcast, you can just go to scameconomy.com and there are links on there to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, don't forget to connect your Amazon Prime subscription to your Twitch account and you can give a free for you paid for me subscription to your favorite creator again I'm hoping that's me every month don't let that go to waste well with all that said we've got some celeb spawn cons to talk about and joining me now to discuss all of this is the executive director of truth in advertising bonnie Patton. bonnie thank you so much for joining me on scam economy today
0: Oh, it's very much my pleasure, Matt. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, and it is the perfect week to have you on because, uh, I mean, this this is something that's been going on now for at least a couple of years, and it's it's really gone in bad, I would say, you know, since crypto sort of blew up into the mainstream last year. And uh, this week, I think we saw what probably is the first major sort of hammer dropping on on one of these celebrities and and the sec you know really really went went high there and they got one of the you know they 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 find one of the biggest celebrities out there kim kardashian for essentially promoting cryptocurrency can can you tell us a little bit about what happened there Right. Well, I, I'll tell you
0: that Kim is joining the likes of Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled and Steven Seagal um, in being on the SEC's radar. But this week, bright and early Monday morning, you know, bright when everyone was getting up, uh, we learned that Kim Kardashian in an Instagram story um, had been promoting a um, crypto token. And she did not follow SEC's anti-touting laws. And as a result of that, the SEC went after her. They found, fined her a million dollars and clawed back the money, the quarter of a million dollars, um, and some interest that uh, she had gotten for promoting um, this token. And is banned for three years from promoting any other sort of uh, securities.
1: Now the the interesting thing here was that uh it, it was this sort of well there's a number of interesting things here first the, on the SEC's radar is and I'm sure it was on their radar cuz the celebrities who promoted it but this wasn't like you know some major you know uh crypto that I would assume most people had heard of this was a sort of a fly by night crypto pump and dump scheme called uh, Ethereum Max and they had a token called Emacs and they paid Kim Kardashian a quarter of a million dollars to promote this via an Instagram post. And the interesting thing here is and, and, you know, we'll get a little bit into, uh, you know, what truth and advertising uh, does in a second. But this wasn't like the normal sort of, you know, con gone wrong where they don't even say it was sponsored. If I recall, Kim Kardashian did like just hashtag ad or whatever, but because it was a security, the SEC got involved and that's not enough to do when you're promoting a security. Just, you know, say, oh, this is an ad.
0: Right. You know, you're absolutely right. So, you know, if you're looking at FTC law, you know, she had an argument that, hey, I I told the consumer that this was an ad and I also told them. Um, I wasn't giving them financial advice. But when it comes to securities, they have this, you know, anti-touting provision, which says that you need to tell people um, the nature source and amount of compensation you have received directly or indirectly from the company. Uh, So there are additional requirements for securities. and, And she got tripped up and didn't follow that law.
1: Right, and she's working with them on. In uh, p- according to the SEC press release, there's an ongoing investigation here, and there were other celebrities. You named one of them before, Floyd Mayweather, uh, who also promoted this Emacs from Ethereum Max. And uh, you know who, who knows how how far the SEC will go, and I, I I hope they go as far as possible here because it's been ridiculous to see. It really has. Like I, I like. It's and, and I'm sure this is. Let's get into a little bit what what truth in advertising does, so we people get you know an understanding here. Sure. Um, so so what what is truth in advertising? Your organization.
0: Right. So we are a nonprofit consumer advocacy organization that basically works to outstop and prevent deceptive marketing of all kinds and in all sectors of the economy. What we don't do is political ads, because uh, there you basically have a right to lie, so we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> so we focus on commercial speech, um, and we're everywhere we can be.
1: Right, right. So. You know, I'm assuming when it comes to like these sort of, you know, we're going to be talking about, we just mentioned Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather, Uh, you've mentioned Steven Seagal, we're going to be bringing up uh, Justin Bieber, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Snoop Dogg, a number of these celebrities who are, are, you know, are big offline, but most of their sort of uh, sponsored messaging is probably stuff going, uh, you know, up on their social media channels. Um, And... uh, from you know, from what I've seen with most celebrities over the years, you know the the type of stuff I assume Truth in Advertising usually sees is you know a celebrity promoting a a brand or a product or a service like maybe a, a clothing company, a fast food restaurant, a, a makeup uh, brand, and you know they're getting paid for saying oh this is a great uh, uh, product you should check it out and they don't. Divulge that this is an ad. Like I'm being paid to post this. I'm not just out of the, you know, goodness of my heart recommending a product or service I actually enjoy.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And we and we did in in 2016 and 17 really focus in on the Kardashian Jenner women, and you know, sort of raise the alarm bell that hey, you know, they're promoting. All these brands and products, and they're not disclosing that they're getting paid to do that, which is a violation of FTC law. But after that, you know, we've really also pivoted to these kind of endorsements that can really harm consumers. So, you know, DJ Khaled on, on Snapchat uh, promoting alcohol when most of uh, his followers are minors. Or, you know, jewel and e-cigs or harmful diet products that are being, you know, touted to young uh, kids and, and women in, on uh, Instagram, uh, that si- kind of thing. So, you know, while some might say, like, oh, big deal, you know, the socks, the shoes, whatever – Um, there is a lot of the celebrity endorsement going on that can really cause harm to consumers. And and we've done a lot of focus in that area.
1: Right. Right. And and I, you know, I think it's extremely important for these celebrities. It's so easy for them to disclose, like half their followers, frankly, aren't going to care. Like they're just not going to care. They're just if if they see, uh, you know, uh, Kylie Jenner promoting something, and she says I'm being paid to promote this, they're still going to be like, oh, cool, Kylie Jenner, uh, you know, was posting about this. Uh, you know, it's just so ridiculously try to skirt this stuff. And you know, like you said, when it comes to these sort of things that can harm their their fan base and their you know, frankly, the people who make them rich, uh, yeah. that's that's really like you know, uh, disheartening and, and concerning to see, and. As I mentioned up front, one of those harmful things that I've seen promoted a lot, and that's what this show mainly you know covers, um, is cryptocurrency. Like I, I and everything that goes with it, you know, whether it be some Web three project, NFTs, uh, a token like we just talked about with Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather, because you know. When we, we, you know, the the fast food, the products, the makeup, the services, the you know, whatever it is they usually promote, like yeah, that's that's uh, shady. They promote this stuff without divulging uh, this sort of the dealings going on to get that uh, product or service on their social media channel. But at the end of the day, you know, it's twenty dollars makeup pack or fifty dollars even, or even a product you could return or dispute with your credit card or whatever. What we're talking about here is a highly risky, highly volatile speculative asset. Like it's it's frankly yeah. like somewhere between pushing uh, gambling on their followers or even like, uh, you know, super risky like penny stocks, which – and of course you would never see that. Like it's so bizarre how pushing crypto – again, It's it's a speculative asset – has become sort of okay to do because, I don't know, that's just how they feel because I guess it's sort of like edgy and, and, and new and young or whatever. But like, you'd never see these guys get online and go like, hey, you should invest in like, uh, I don't know, Bank of America on the NASDAQ or whatever. It's, you know, it's so weird to see this.
0: Yes, no, it, it is. It's crazy. It's It's really crazy, you know, and I think... For you know Tina.org, about four years ago, um, we read some statistics. you know, 2018, nine million dollars a day was being lost by consumers in crypto scams. you know and that's just that's four years ago, and it's only gotten worse. So um, you know for us, this is this is a major issue for sure. People are losing their shirts.
1: right and so what what sort of because you know um this this is a fairly new issue what was like the what was there first of all because maybe maybe it was you know a build-up of things but was there like a moment where truth in advertising saw something and was like all right we need to get on top of this celebrities endorsing crypto and nfts thing
0: yeah well we've been following this for for you know uh a long time now, you know, and as I said, you saw in 2018, the SEC went after Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled for promoting an ICO that was a total scam and fraud. Um, and they both got hit there. And, you know, F- Floyd was banned for three years, which ended in 2021. So he, you know, got in on on this new one with Kim just in time to have his ban be over um, and then you saw the SEC again go after Stephen Scal. I think that was in 2020. So, you know, we have seen things starting to happen, but it's not keeping pace with the explosion um, that we're seeing of celebrities endorsing these products. You know, I should also mention that um, the this, uh, you know, token that Kim was involved in In January of this year, two class actions were filed um, all about this issue um, that named Kim and and Floyd Mayweather and I think it was uh, Paul Pierce um, for deceptively uh, endorsing this token. Um, So, you know, we're seeing attorneys and and people start to get involved, but um, not not to the level that needs to happen um to hold these celebrities accountable
1: right right you know and and, and you know floyd mayweather specifically he has taken part in in so many uh of these pump and dumps with these uh (laughs) cryptocurrencies like and and yeah and unlike the like kim kardashian uh, who got paid to promote this one and she was probably honestly probably had no clue what any of this was which in my opinion even makes it even that much more egregious that you would promote this to your fans but uh back to mayweather in his case like he's actually worked with crypto you know uh marketers developers and frankly schemers to actually brand some of these pump and dumps he's taken part of with like his own name like like mayweather token and like things like that
0: right well now he's got the mayweverse right or however he says it yeah right, right yeah
1: so. Yeah, and yeah, and, and he always of course uh once it you know once it you know peaks and then everyone sells off, he drops the project like uh, <laughs> uh and goes on to the next one, and everyone uh who bought it from his recommendations left holding the bag right,
0: well, this is one of the frustrating things, like you know we're all talking about ooh, Kim got fine a hundred and one point two six million dollars, but you know what's her net worth you know it's it's i think. billion reported. So this is just a cost of doing business for someone like her. Um, you know, and we've seen time and again, especially with Kim Kardashian, this is the trifecta for her. She got in trouble with the FDA, um, for marketing a, um, pregnancy drug for morning sickness where she didn't disclose risks, FTC. She got in And Skechers got in trouble for a Super Bowl ad she did in 2011 for a sneaker that, you know, they promoted as being able to lose weight and gain muscle just from walking in the sneaker. So this is the third agency now that has, you know, taken a look at at her marketing and found it to be um, not complying with the law.
1: Right. And she's, you know, she's uh, trying to become a lawyer and everything. So uh, I wonder if that's going to affect that. But, well, I guess we'll see. Um, It's, you know, it really is incredible because they could just she could go out there and just be like, this is a pair. These are a pair of white tennis shoes. That's all they are. And everyone would buy them. Like, you don't need to do all these crazy. Yeah. You don't need to do all (laughs) these crazy, fraudulent uh, marketing to. It's just incredible. So let's let's actually, because people might not know what Truth in Advertising had recently done, and I I, I was really uh, uh, I got I got to applaud this because I thought it was great because uh, anything that sort of puts the pressure on these celebrities who are promoting this, you know, if anything, maybe you know, again, like you said. That one point twenty six million probably will not affect Kim Kardashian at all, but maybe uh, a smaller time celeb will be like, "Oh, I can't, I can't pay a million dollar fines. I'm going to stay away from this." Um, hopefully, but, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> right? Doubtful, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> so, in August, Truth in Advertising went ahead and actually, you know, called out very publicly. Uh, a, a number of these celebrities who were promoting NFTs, non-fungible tokens. C- can you explain um, what what Truth in Advertising did there?
0: Right. So we started off with Justin Bieber and Reese Witherspoon, and uh, we sent letters to their legal teams because we were able to figure out that they were actually deceptively marketing NFTs on their Instagram um, uh, feeds. And um, – Bieber's legal team was like, oh, you know, we're not going to agree with you, but we'll, we'll either take him down or add a disclosure that he does have a material connection to the NFT company. Um, Reese Witherspoon's legal team, on the other hand, said that um, her promotion of World of Women um, by Reese and her company, Hello Sunshine, was purely altruistic. And there was no benefit whatsoever to Miss Witherspoon or her company from promoting these NFTs that she owns quite a few of. Uh, We disagreed with that. Um, You know, even if she didn't get paid, there were still non-tangible benefits to this relationship, which they fully admit they have with World of Women. Um, So we're sort of at an impasse there. But in addition... We'd found 17 other celebrities that are promoting NFTs on their Instagram accounts. So we sent them letters and we basically said, hey, here's FTC law. If you have a material connection with this company, the law says you need to disclose it. And, you know, and you should really be telling consumers that these, you know, are very risky, speculative investments.
1: Have you heard back from any of the other uh, celebrities you sent other, uh, these letters to other than uh, Justin Bieber and Reese Witherspoon? We have
0: not. But, you know, that's pretty par for the course. Right.
1: right. You know, it's, it, I'm looking at this list. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name some of the other celebrities that you uh, sent letters to. Eva Longoria, who was also promoting Women of the World. Um, and uh, there was another, uh, the, the um, uh, uh, Brie, Brie Larson. She was promoting Women of the World, too, and they all – because I remember watching this happen on Twitter. They all, within hours on the same day, shared their Women of the World NFT that they had purchased. And, of course, uh, I highly doubt any of these celebrities are actually making the transactions themselves. Um and, you know, what What a coincidence that is, Bonnie, that uh, all these right. huge Hollywood actresses would just happen to invest because, again, that's what these are. These are not products or services. This is an investment. These are – you don't buy NFTs to just sit there and, and look at them and talk about how pretty they are. You buy them with the intention that they raise in value and you flip them for a lot more than you paid for them or – I'm going to assume in a lot of these celebrity cases, a lot of these celebrity cases, you flip them for more than they were worth when they were gifted to you for free. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's from our perspective, marketing, you know, crypto assets and currencies as a way to empower women. Uh, which is what you hear from a lot of these celebs. You know, it's easy to say when you've you know you're you you've got millions in your bank account. Um but when you think about, you know, the regular consumer, you know, who gets hit with a four hundred dollar unexpected charge of some point, they don't have that money. So to be saying, you know, hey women of the world, we all need to get an NFT for, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and this is the way we're all going to be able to retire early. It's just, it's so unrealistic. And I think it's so exploits, um, you know, a vulnerability um, that it's really upsetting.
1: Right. Because so many people who, who dabble in crypto and NFTs over, like, you know, there are people who have worked or, you know, gambled in the space for years And they know what they're getting themselves into. They understand it. And, you know, those people, I think there should be tons and tons of regulation and, you know, uh, on this industry, in this space. Um, But at the end of the day, if all that stuff, if, you know, if there's oversight and people know what they're getting themselves into and they're familiar with what it actually is, then, you know, it is the equivalent of going to a casino. And so, you know, I think that's fair game. But we're in a time right now where... Um, a lot of people are being sold that this isn't gambling. This isn't like, uh, maybe you could win the lottery, but you know, the chances of you actually winning are slim to none. This is being pushed on people by, you know, uh, you know, tech VCs who are marketing it this way because they're invested in it. And by the founders of these different projects as, and by the media, of course, too, They're promoting this as like this is the future of technology, the future of the financial system, the future of this, the future of that. It's literally like seeping into everything, music, TV, film. And people are being told that if if you don't get into this now and understand it now or buy in now, you're going to be left behind. So people get into it thinking that like they're making a a solid, safe investment without realizing that it's all just – you know hot air really (laughs) well and that's if you're
0: lucky enough to actually make a true investment right because so many people are getting scammed right Right, they're 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 not even going to the right website or what they buy is a fraud or it doesn't even exist i mean they're just plain old losing money absolutely losing money they're not even Getting an NFT. I mean, right. the scams are all out there, and you know, right? It, it's it's the wild west right now, and and basically, our advice at Tina.org is, unless you have money to burn, and we mean that literally, do not do this.
1: Right. You, yeah, you because know? another aspect that you you reminded me of by saying that is like you know a lot of these NFT projects these celebrities push. Are quite expensive, like to buy in. Like you're gonna buy, you're gonna spend a you know working class family is gonna spend a couple thousand, couple ten thousand, couple hundred thousand dollars to buy what really amounts to a JPEG connected to you know a, a crypto token that. Apparently, because it's on the blockchain, gives it some sort of worth because it can't be technically copied. That is the token, of course. The actual image can be screenshotted and saved all you want and copied as much as you want. Um, and so these people who are sold the idea of NFTs being the future by these celebrities go, oh, I guess I got to go look for a smaller project I can afford. And that's where you're more likely to come across these fly by night, you know, pump and dump schemes. Yep. So one of the people that you sent a letter to sticks out to me, uh, especially, and that's Jimmy Fallon, Mm -hmm. Um, because I I think out of all the people you've reached out to, there are celebrities on this list much bigger than Jimmy Fallon, you know, Madonna, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Eminem, uh, Snoop Dogg, Tom Brady, Shaquille O'Neal. But Jimmy Fallon, to me, has caused the most harm in this space Uh, pushing this space because he's the only one I've seen bring this to an entirely new audience that would be more susceptible to the scams going on here. Like, you know, we just talked about Kim Kardashian promoting crypto to her Instagram followers and, you know, all these people here promoting it on Twitter. I've seen posts on TikTok, Instagram. Sure. But at least to that younger social media savvy, you know, generation that grew up with the internet, they might be a little bit more aware of, all right, just a celebrity getting paid, I'm not getting involved. You know, they 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 might, you know, a good portion of those people might see, might see through it. But when you get Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show, bringing this to a TV audience who is going to be an older audience and, and going to be an audience uh much m- Less informed or knowledgeable about crypto NFTs, uh, let alone internet scams. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how much he's promoted this on TV and on the Tonight Show, and the show has let him. NBC has let him. I'm I'm baffled at what's going on here. Do you have any idea? <laughs> Well, you know, unfortunately,
0: as we stand here today, you know, there is no great regulatory framework um, to hold someone like him accountable. Right. Um, there's the question of our NFT securities such that the SEC is going to, you know, touch them. That's that's still up in the air and it's very dependent, fact specific. Um, so I don't think we're going to see the SEC take any sort of action. And they've really been the most aggressive in this space. Um, the FTC, uh, nothing so far. Um, and that would be the best bet here. And, you know, I wouldn't hold my breath on it. So, it, it, yeah, it really just shows, I think, how much these celebrities are out of touch with the regular consumer you know I, I sort of think of this as like you know they're like marie antoinette saying let them eat cake you know that that you know buy one of these and be rich that's all it takes do what we do um and and it's it's shameful it really right. is
1: what, what uh, you know working in this space for for so long in probably the agency you 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 know the truth in advertising as most uh, been in touch with or familiar with is the F being the, probably is the FTC. Do you have any idea, maybe some insight into why the FTC has been so hands off in this aspect? Like it seems like you know, I know they're not you know they're not the ones that go usually aggressive like the SEC and and you know dole out the larger fines. But you know maybe some action here would would help deter it at some level. Do you have any sort of idea what, what's causing them to drop the ball here?
0: Um, I don't specifically, I can only guess. I mean, I do have to say that, you know, uh, this isn't something you learn in law school. Um, And so you've got to find educated people that actually know what crypto assets are, what NFTs are. Um, And so I think there's a giant learning curve there. And um, to date, you know, I think that a lot of of attorneys broadly in this space um, have not come up to speed on all of this.
1: Right. Right. And I'm looking at this. uh, uh, I was, while we were talking, I was looking up some information about Reese Witherspoon and women of the world. And it's amazing that her, her, her team sent you what they did, you know, denying any involvement, literally uh, just a few months after the news broke that, Reese Witherspoon literally signing a deal with the, uh, you know, the NFT collective known as world of women. That's what it's called. World of women. Yep. Um, to make movies based on the IP of world of women. Like, I mean, that, that, that right. seems like there's some sort of financial direct financial benefit there. I mean, no, of-
0: <laughs> she's telling Reese said it's all about charity. She's just trying to, you know, empower women in this crypto space. You know, Uh, not about the money. Yeah, Yeah. it's um, I strongly disagree with her position.
1: Right. Right. Do you do do you do you what do you think made Justin Bieber's team sort of, uh, you know, what do you think they they were thinking? Because I know there were stories that came out about how, like. He basically—I mean—they even list him as, as uh, you know, Truth and Advertising posted in like the the PDF that they put together with the you know the evidence showing Bieber's team what's you know that they're involved with the project. Like the project listed him as a co-founder. Um, from what I understand, based on some uh, uh, reporting I was reading, was that basically he's friends with the guy who launched the project, and they basically gifted him these NFTs to per like to post. And uh, they like I I, I, I'm, I I don't know if they shared in the money with him or they paid him regardless for it, but like there was o- very obvious financial dealings where Justin Bieber was sort of intricately involved with promoting the project on a you know behind the scenes level, not like a, oh I just came across this NFT and I thought they looked really cool and I wanted to tell you all about them. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't know the ins and outs of of the dealings between the company and, and Justin Bieber, but we do know from it's right on that website that he is involved. So, you know, as a matter of FTC law, there is a material connection between the company, you know, and Justin Bieber. And it's not something that probably a reasonable consumer is going to know about. Um, so he needs to disclose that it, it's advertising, that what he's doing, that there is this, you know, this material connection and he, he hasn't done it.
1: Right. Are you aware of the 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 all the connections between these celebrities promoting NFTs and their It it all seems like I've seen I think the first time I saw a really great chart uh, sort of pointing this out was from the uh, a newsletter of this uh, journalist, Max Reed, who basically laid out visually how basically all these celebrities that promote NFTs are connected to the same few agents at the CAA, the creative artist agency. And whenever there's like some sort of, uh, uh you know, dealing going on here it seems like they're involved somehow like they they also invested in open C, which is oh. the ma- yeah which is the major like it is the biggest it's like the eBay for NFTs like right. there's like there might be other little marketplaces out there for NFTs i know GameStop started one but like 99% of NFTs are sold on OpenSea and I know Reese Witherspoon's husband is an agent at the CAA. And I mean, you know, it feels sort of like if, if, if the evidence wasn't so in your face, it almost could feel like conspiratorial. But it's, it's, it's right there. Like all these, age, these uh, celebrities are connected to this one agency that's so invested in the success of not just like even specific NFT projects, but the NFT ecosystem as a whole. Well, this
0: I'm not familiar with with this segment of the story, so I'm finding it fascinating. Um, but, yeah, that's something Tina hasn't looked into. OK,
1: good. Maybe maybe that's the next uh, people. To, right. Uh, yeah. Pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so where do you think we go from here? I mean, I, I think we, we we sort of have come to a conclusion here that uh, if we're going to to. to if there is an agency that's going to take action, um, it's probably going to be the SEC. Um, we haven't seen them, though, take any action yet on NFTs, I don't believe. Um, I don't know if they view that differently. All of the sort of things I've seen them get involved with is, like you said, years ago, they were really involved in like the ICOs, the initial coin offerings. And then uh, more recently, it has been like cryptocurrency tokens that were either like straight up securities or uh, like uh, unregistered securities, I should say, or um, and I know they're going to come after Coinbase for listing some of these unregistered securities, um, you know, and, and now with Kim Kardashian for promoting the tokens. But we haven't seen them go after NFTs or any of the celebrities involved with them. So I wonder what's going on there again, this is all speculative at this point. So let let me, let me uh, rephrase the question for you. Are we basically depending on the sec to, uh, to, to hurry up and get with it because, well, you know,
0: (laughs) you're raising like in the law. So if, 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 yeah, if you're, if you're thinking of the sec, you really need to think about securities. So the question then becomes, is the NFT and there's all different types, right? And they, could be combined together. So you have to look at factually, does that NFT project or those specific NFTs, are they securities? And then you got to go through like the Howey task from the Supreme Court and do all this analysis. So the question of whether NFTs are fall under the jurisdiction of the SEC or not, that's an open question. And everybody's waiting to hear what the answer is. No one knows at this point.
1: Right,
0: right. Right, but then, you you know, is the FTC going to do something about deceptive marketing in this NFTs? Does the CFPB have any authority over them? That, you know, they haven't, could be, maybe you could make the argument, right? Are they a commodity such that, you know, you're going to look at the Commodities Future Trading Commission? Could they do it? I mean, there's a lot of different federal agencies out there and all the state agencies that might have jurisdiction. um, But we haven't seen a lot of action to date.
1: Right. I I will say, I hope it's not the, uh, the commodity agency, the, uh, the CFTC, because I don't, one of their, um, uh, someone with that agency has been making the rounds going to all these different crypto companies and like, sort of like you know having uh cocktails getting a a, a, a tour of the tour of the the, the you know the, the offices getting really you know buddy buddy and friendly with some of these uh, uh crypto uh exchanges and uh projects and it, uh, yeah it looks like you know they're maybe setting themselves up for a life after the agency but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who it was I I was I would uh but they're all over Twitter all the time, um meeting with some of these people hmm. and it's like, yeah, I hope it's not uh
0: <laughs> Well, you know, it, it'd be nice if we saw more activity from some of these agencies on these issues.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie, is is what what's what's uh what's truth in advertising uh next? Uh what do they who do they have their or what do they have their sites on next? Is there can you share? Uh, I'm next... going to
0: share. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great, awesome. Candyverse. Breaking
1: verse. Breaking Candyverse. news here. Breaking yes. news breaking here. Breaking
0: news. Candy verse, uh, oh. which is being promoted by Anthony Anderson. Um, he uh, said he's a featured o- owner, and um, we think it it may be a
1: rug pull. Candyverse. I'm gonna have to Candyverse. check. Yeah, you're, you're, you're telling got... me about. Yeah, some so
0: it's on tina.org. You can go check it out. We got some amazing tips from consumers. Thank you. Shout out to all of them. Um, and so that's that's where we're headed.
1: Candyverse NFT project. Oh, my God. This is right in my wheelhouse, and yeah. I have not heard of this. Amazing. I am pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, now I gotta now I gotta you know when we when we end this uh, interview in just a few, uh, you're gonna seconds, go buy
0: some tokens.
1: I'm not gonna buy some tokens. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to um... <laughs> I hey, mean you
0: know it's promoted by Anthony Anderson, so if he says it's great, I mean, who who is
1: Anthony Anderson?
0: <laughs> he is a comedian and actor. He's um on one of the major channels on the show.
1: I'm not. I'm not familiar with. It. So, what is what is Candyverse? If, if you could give the cliff notes, maybe we can even do a full episode on this in the future. But what's like the the the, 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 you know, the short uh, summary? Well, of what the it is.
0: short the short on it is, you know, get your Candyverse Critter NFTs because they are developing a world that's going to be so awesome, and you're going to be able to make passive income in this world, and you're going to with your NFT. Get first dibs on property, and you'll be able to have your business there. It's going to be pink, and it's going to be
1: awesome. Oh my god! Oh, oh I know who Anthony Anderson is. Oh my god, this guy—the guy—he's on Blackish. He was on Law and Order. Oh my god, what is he doing? What is scary! I think a lot of people know him uh, from Scary, the Scary movie trilogy, uh, uh, series of films. Oh my god, what, is he, what, are he, what are these guys doing? Right. So. Like, so- I
0: think he put up a video on Twitter, so we did an what we call an ad alert to let consumers know, like, hey, this isn't such a good idea, maybe. And uh, after we did that, he took it down.
1: Um, but yeah, he's a featured owner. I don't. I, I just don't get it. These guys can can literally team up with any legitimate you know, business or company out there and they're like flocking to this, the most like shady thing in the world. Right, (laughs) well, I joke, but here's
0: where it's really upsetting. So, you know, a lot of consumers had invested in this Candyverse NFT project and um, they, they started to get scared and suspicious that this was just a scam going downhill. And then Anderson comes in and they're like, well, he wouldn't scam us, you know, he's a legit, a legit guy. He's done all, you know, these things. So a lot of people invested more money after Anderson endorsed it.
1: You know, I I think that the, the thing people don't realize here is like, Listen, a normal like a normal like business that creates like that sells something at a store or on a website or provides like, you know, some sort of service or, or, or platform that people pay to use, you know, something where money exchanges, you get something that you use or enjoy or experience and the transaction ends like that's that's like how revenue is made that's where these companies make their money that people like spend money on something and get what they you know expected out of it and that's the end of the transaction everyone leaves the uh the deal happy with nfts and crypto like when when you or i uh not literally you or i cuz i'm assuming you and i know i do not take part <laughs> in this but but the people listening to this like when you buy crypto or an nft like that's not the end of the transaction like you're you're hoping that like you're not you know get that you know uh crypto that wallet full of you know ethereum or bitcoin or dogecoin or whatever fly-by-night crypto you're buying and go i'm happy i got this no you're expecting to flip it to trade it for more uh something worth more trade it for more money even sell it off same with nfts and those projects those founders those companies behind these tokens and nfts you know, they don't have any product or service sell- they're selling to bring in revenue. Uh, so they're not bringing anything in other than your money that you're investing. So when you eventually do sell it off, what you're just selling it to, are, you know, the way you're making money from it, if you do make money from it, or the way you make back a lesser percentage of your money is just by selling it to people who are also hoping to sell it for more to the next sucker. Like, that's it. Like, there's no revenue stream where, you know, you're getting, you know, you know, if you invest in a company and you get, you know, you, you return on investment, that revenue came from happy customers buying the product or service. That's not what's happening here. Like, there's no passive income in crypto that's not straight up like a Ponzi. Yeah, I'm I'm a little confused at
0: how how you make the passive uh income with that one, but you know, I think where things get a little tricky and um, We recently also brought a complaint against Roblox For deceptively marketing in their closed platform metaverse But you know one of the issues you see in Roblox they have a virtual currency Robux, right? But it only lives there and what we're seeing is kids are spending hundreds and thousands of dollars over the years like buying all this stuff for their kittens or, you know, to for their avatars, Gucci this and Nike that. Um, but because it's not on the blockchain, when if you get kicked off the service for whatever reason, and there's a lot of ways you can get kicked off, um, you don't, all that money you've spent is gone. Right, because it like lives you in a closed get,
1: garden, yeah. Right,
0: right. So, you know, one of the issues there that, you know, we've been grappling with was, hmm, would it have been better, you know, like we see in some of these other closed platform metaverses where they are using this sort of blockchain technology, because then you could maybe take it with you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I mean, that's probably what how, uh, you know, blockchain, the blockchain, you know, space would would try to sell it. If you ask me. They should just refund them in good old fiat currency, U.S. dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's never, ever happening. Right, right. right. Yeah, I, I mean, that's probably happening in a lot. I mean, almost every game now has um, their own in-game currency. I know, like, um, you know, if if, you, if you're playing Fortnite, they have V-Bucks. If you're... Um, right. I mean, I, I never even considered what happens if you get kicked off. Um don't get kicked off. I mean, it's pretty hard to get kicked off a lot of these platforms. No, it's
0: not that hard on Roblox. on Roblox because because if uh, your credit card gets uh, stolen and you have to get a new credit card and you don't get it in the system quick enough and you miss Uh, an auto payment, you're booted. That's wow. Yeah. There's all, you know, there's all these different, or, you know, someone steals your identity, you know, and takes over, hacks you. Gone. I mean, yeah, we looked at over a thousand complaints to the FTC, uh-huh. and a lot of them were about getting kids getting kicked off. Right, but it do- is like this investment in all the time to this virtual currency, and then poof.
1: Do they make it? Do they make? I don't really, pl- uh, you know, Roblox never really uh, was, was something I got into. Um, do, do, does does Roblox like? Uh, a lot of i've have a, a seven year old who plays a lot of game video games and i know that um you know a lot of these games do make it sort of uh i i know there's iphone games at least the games that that make it easy to do but um for the games my son plays like there are a few hoops you have to jump through to make any sort of actual real life purchases of in-game currency or you know uh uh, you know extra add-ons for your character or whatever you know you 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 have to insert a a passcode and maybe confirm like the security code of your credit card or whatever so you know does does roblox not do they make it really easy for kids just to purchase
0: no they do they do have checks and balances there but you know roblox your child will get there because i think uh three quarters of all nine to 12 year olds in the united states play roblox they have more than 50 million daily users
1: jeez
0: i think and over 25 million kids are on that
1: site per day well you know I, i on the bright side they're not uh they're not looking at crypto and nft well, it's right, like right, right, right. The
0: beginning with their Robux. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. I, I did see that uh, Microsoft put out a statement a couple of months ago, basically saying that you know they've they've heard enough from the video game community because, interestingly enough, uh, the video game uh, you know industry and its consumers are like the most adamantly anti-crypto and nft uh audience out there they do not want that stuff involved in their games and so microsoft came out and said like we're not uh going to involve crypto or nfts in minecraft whatsoever um and so you know i was i was happy to see that because keep keep kids away from speculative assets and gambling. Like, come on. It seems like. Yeah, basic. I mean,
0: unfortunately, <laughs> sort of my jade, jaded perspective is, you know, a lot of these social media platforms and, you know, uh, closed metaverse platforms have all these great terms and conditions, right? Twitter's not going to have MLM marketing on it and you can't, you know, market guns on Instagram. But. The companies ignore their own terms and conditions. They don't right. abide by them.
1: Right. I was gonna uh, say if Twitter actually has in their policy specifically no MLMs, uh that's news TikTok, to TikTok. The... TikTok. TikTok, okay, okay. I was gonna say if it was Twitter, that's that would be news to the entire yeah. Sorry, world both. of crypto that's on there. Yeah. yeah. I guess I guess you don't see that much crypto on TikTok. I don't know. I'm not you know, again, you see I'm...
0: everything on
1: TikTok, yeah. yeah. Everything, yeah. Yeah, I I do know that Twitter is like the preferred social media platform for like crypto and NFT people. So too bad Twitter doesn't institute something, although they're they're NFT and crypto curious themselves. And we're implementing my God. And of course, Elon Musk, if he buys Twitter, those text messages showed that he wanted users to pay to put their tweets, to pay crypto to put their tweets on the blockchain in order to confirm that they weren't bots. Which, of course, no one's going to do if he actually implements that. So the assumption there, I guess, is that we're all bots on Twitter if Elon Musk ends up owning it.
0: <laughs> right. Well, it, it'll be interesting because he's had a lot of tangles with the SEC. So
1: mm, Right. Maybe he will finally get them to uh, hurry up on the crypto. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> there we go. Uh this was absolutely great. Thank you so much, Bonnie Patton, Executive Director of Truth in Advertising at truthinadvertising.org. Bonnie, is there anything uh any other, you know, maybe social media or website or Literally, anything else you want to uh, promote, feel free the, the Yeah is yours.
0: well, Tina.org is our website. We uh, take consumer complaints and that's you know how we learn about some of the most egregious deceptive marketing out there. So we'd love to hear from your audience. You can find us on Twitter at Truth and Ad. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram under the same um, at Truth and Ad. So thank you so much for your time on this. Okay. Really? Important issues.
1: Oh thank you and uh, you know that work that uh you know Tina did on you know just pressuring those celebrities i th- I think was fantastic and I look forward to seeing uh more more of that to come uh have a great night
0: you too thank
1: you. We're going to be diving deeper into some of these celebrity crypto slash nft projects dealings, etc even further in future episodes of the show, I know I have mentioned the celebrity crypto NFT endorsements uh, in drips and drabs in various episodes since Scam Economy started. And unfortunately, like I discussed with our guest, it doesn't seem like this is subsiding and that the celebrity hawking of crypto and NFTs and Web3 projects are going anywhere. If anything, uh, we're probably looking at a future where this happens even more. And to make sure Scam Economy is here to expose all of it. Be sure to go to patreon.com slash Matt Binder to support this show. I have a very low suggested paid monthly subscription of $5 a month. You can give less, you can give more. What does that do? It helps me create more content. It helps me hopefully very soon bring people on board who can help me create that content and disperse this content on more platforms and mediums. So, Patreon.com slash Also, check out the video version of every Scam Economy episode at YouTube.com slash If you catch the live premiere, you can drop a super chat. If you catch the replay, you can drop a super thanks. Both of those are one-time paid, like, thank yous or tips for a specific piece of content that you enjoyed. And you can also find me at Twitch.tv slash And I stream a post show every week after the scam economy video premiere on both youtube and twitch where you can call in and talk with me about crypto nfts whatever scam you've come across anything really and be sure to connect your amazon prime account if you're an amazon prime subscriber to your twitch account and give out that free twitch prime subscription every month to your favorite creator again It's free for you. It comes with the Amazon Prime subscription you're already paying for. Don't let Amazon keep that extra little cut. Let them give it to your favorite creator. And of course, I'm telling you this because I hope it's me. ScamEconomy.com for all the links to the podcast version of this show. And don't forget to leave a review at Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Those reviews help this show grow because it pushes us up on the podcast charts on those platforms, which in turn helps people find the show. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Binder. Follow the show on Twitter at Scam Economy. Be sure to check out my other show, Doomed with Matt Binder, at doomedcast.com. And excuse me, I have a number of emails to go through with different crypto and NFT projects trying to get me to accept their sponsorship money. Yeah, that's a real thing that actually happens. I receive tons of email from crypto token founders and nft creators and all sorts of web3 projects trying to get scam economy to promote their stuff gotta get my fingers ready to hit that delete button a couple hundred times so with all that said i will see you all next time on the scam economy